Good afternoon. Tensions at home over the conflict in the Middle East are rising, with police called to an ugly altercation in Bondi overnight. A group of young Palestinian supporters were filmed moments before an alleged clash with a Jewish teenager. Annie Pullar has more. Good afternoon. Five teenagers are being questioned after two verbal altercations broke out between a group of pro-Palestinian supporters and a 19-year-old Jewish driver here in Bondi overnight. It was about 10 o'clock last night. A convoy of cars were captured on camera driving around North Bondi, waving Palestinian flags. A Jewish woman is filming as one of the vehicles turns onto O'Brien Road, suddenly colliding into a food delivery driver. Shortly after, it's alleged the same Mercedes seen in this video was involved in another altercation at an Ampol service station in North Bondi. Cop cars everywhere. Witnesses claim four teens who were waving the Palestinian flag circled a 19-year-old Jewish driver, both parties throwing racial slurs and making comments about the conflict in the Middle East. Police say the two groups had cross paths earlier in the night when a rock was thrown at the window of the Jewish driver's vehicle after he had pulled over to confront the Palestinian supporters on O'Brien Road. The ordeal has shaken the Jewish community who say they don't want this to incite any further violence. You don't see people from our community going and intimidating people, I guess, from their community. Police say no one was injured during the fights. A number of items have been seized, but so far no arrests have been made. Tough new legislation has passed the lower house as the government attempts to monitor criminals released from immigration detention. Live to political reporter Isabel Mullen. Izzy, what will the new laws cover? Good afternoon, and when the bill passes the Senate, ankle bracelets will be rolled out and some of these former detainees will have to adhere to strict curfews. The changes will alter the Migration Act, ensuring asylum seekers with serious criminal records don't work with vulnerable people like children. The government will also have to be notified of any changes to address and plans to travel. Breaching these conditions will be considered a criminal offence and could result in jail time. Among the 84 detainees released three are murderers. There are several sex offenders. We heard this morning eight more detainees could be released today and up to 340 in the months to come. The opposition has criticised the government for not legislating that these asylum seekers be placed straight back into detention. The coalition was unable to amend the legislation in the House of Representatives, but we've just heard moments ago changes will be made in the Senate, toughening those laws. These are people who have murdered Australians. These are people who have raped young children. These are people who are, who are serious domestic violence offenders. These are people who do not deserve to live in our country. The Leader of the Opposition loves to present himself as a tough guy on the borders. He never wrote laws as tough as this. These laws allow us to do things that no government has ever been able to do before. A breach of visa conditions will carry a maximum penalty of five years in prison. The new laws will come into effect when the bill passes the Senate. Anne. Isabel Mullen in Canberra.
In breaking news, a man who abused 11 children while he was coaching at a swim school in Padstow has today been sentenced to 32 years behind bars. 47-year-old Paul Frost is the son of the man who coached Ian Thorpe. He was arrested in 2019 when he was initially accused of molesting two children. More later came forward. He won't be eligible for parole until 2047. The extensive search continues for 76-year-old Roman Bucharski from Rose Bay, who failed to return from a fishing trip on Sunday in a remote region of Cape York. The former host of a radio fishing show, Butch had been fishing at the river for several days before he went missing. Experienced searchers say if he is not seriously injured, he could survive in the bush. They're committed to continuing their search until at least Sunday. Qantas has landed itself in even more trouble after being found guilty of illegally standing down a health and safety worker in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Andrew Denny explains. Well, the news about workplace practices at Qantas keeps piling on with a landmark decision here today in Sydney's District Court. A judge finding that Qantas Ground Services illegally stood down a worker who was an elected health and safety representative at the start of COVID after he raised concerns about staff having to clean planes coming in from China. He stood up for himself and his workers in his work group and advised them that they ought not to go in with a bucket and a rag and wipe down the plane. Theo Cerebatidis was the worker who took on Qantas after being stood down in early 2020. A judge today ruling that action was discriminatory. There was no vaccine. Everybody was stressing. Nobody wanted, no one working wanted to go on those planes arriving from China. I feel vindicated that I was right the whole time. But today's decision, uh, it makes me feel vindicated. This latest blow for Qantas comes just nine weeks after the High Court ruled the airline illegally sacked almost 1,700 ground crew during the pandemic. This is a company in crisis and they need to change quick smart. Now, as for the matter of Qantas having to pay court costs, fines and compensation, that is a case that will be decided when the parties return here at a date to be set.